Good morning, everybody. How are you? I want to check this because yesterday I do apologize. The video was um the sound. I want to check this Okay. That's better. So the sound yesterday, you guys. Oh, what a frustration. So I've been working with a podcast microphone and I never used to. So every once in a while, if I don't check in my settings, it'll actually try to record from both the microphone and the laptop uh, built-in microphone, which causes that (sighs) ucky sound that I absolutely, absolutely hate. Um, So yesterday somebody mentioned subtitles, and I don't know if I can do that. I haven't researched it yet, but I'll check on it. Um, Let's see, what else? Yesterday, you guys. Yesterday was Wednesday. It was an inch. The sun was so bright. I must have taken like 10 pictures of the sun. If you guys see the pictures I take, every picture I take on my page, every single picture that has a verse is a personal picture I took from just a simple phone. I took it, it's all natural. There's no filter on those pictures. It's as I take it, that's what you get. So I've been taking a lot of pictures of the sun because it's been exceedingly bright. Um, I have a coworker that calls it, it's a Goldilocks kind of day. And yesterday was just one of those days. I must've taken like 10 pictures. I couldn't stop staring at the sun. Um, And the moon has just been super, super bright. Uh, I had my friend Gina over last night and we did uh, our second episode of Our Organic Life. Um, I didn't even post it on this page. I'll have to share it on this page. Uh, But you can find it on my personal page. Loved it. So much fun. She's so much fun. So I had to ask her, like, is the full moon, like, lifting you up or tearing you apart? (laughs) And she was following her heart, so in following her heart, it was lifting her up and making her feel good. Um, You know, if you're resisting whatever, you know, that pull is during the full moon. And the moon, God uses the moon, you guys, to pull us, to help us achieve goals. And, um, you know, if we've resisted, like I have, um, it causes that grind and I've been grinding a little bit it got better it got better yesterday I came to terms with some things I've had to think about a lot of things in my life I overthink everything if you are an overthinker you got to be around somebody who's a good communicator because man I get so caught up in my thoughts I just lose myself so you guys what else how was your day yesterday have you set a goal What kind of goal? Do you feel good about it? Have you started working towards it? You guys, my particular goal, it was just to take my morning exercise and do it after work as well. So I do it twice a day and it's it's a cardio exercise, but it's working the muscles deeper. Like I'm working like this part of me too. And It's daunting and tedious. It takes commitment. I have to do it every day whether I like it or not. And even this morning, um, like I'm sore. I've been sore all week. I've been tired and sore. 
but I know that it's working if I'm tired and sore. So that has been my goal for this month. Actually, let me go in and see, because I feel... wanted to make sure on a couple of things so you guys a recap of yesterday 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 we were talking about Jacob Jacob was getting ready to go meet his brother Esau and if you remember Jacob and Esau oh I got it written down Jacob and Esau um they were not on good terms in fact Esau wanted to kill Jacob for getting the blessing from their father. Yes, Jacob did deceive the father in receiving the blessing, but Esau eluded from the father that he made an agreement with Jacob. So, but two wrongs don't make a right. So, this is after. 33. We're going to be in chapter 33. So God commands Jacob to go back to the land of your father. Pack up everything. You are going to leave Laban and pack up everything and go to your father. Well, then Laban chased him down and was like, you know, upset because Jacob was leaving. He wanted Jacob to stay. Why? Because Jacob was the cash cow. We'll just say it as it is. Jacob was doing all the work. Jacob was Jacob was helping Laban grow. Jacob, uh, Laban didn't want to let that go. He he was very entitled. Now he was very much about this. He had that that egotistical mindset of money was everything or things possessions. So which is the Pharisee mindset. So after they finally made the agreement and, and Jacob stood up for himself and said, no, this is mine. This is what I've earned. So Jacob's at this river and he sends servants over to talk to Esau. And the servants come back and say, he's on his way with 400 people. And Jacob is scared. I, I know the fear. I know this kind of fear. And uh, he's just like, oh man. So he plans to send gifts First, he goes, listen, we're going to send all these gifts first, distract him with that. And then we're going to send droves. Is that what he called him? Um, what did he call? Let's see. What did he call it? Successive droves. So what he was going to do was he was going to line people up. He was going to send the gifts first. Then he was going to send another group of people. And then he was going to send another group of people to meet his brother. And another group of people. And another group. And the very last group of people that was going to meet with Esau would be Jacob, his wives, his sons, and the two maids in which Jacob had wives with. Um, and remember, that was the choice of his wives. Not like 
he was just out there being floozy as a man. You know, the sisters were there battling, wanting more children. They thought the more children they had, the better they were. Craziness. So you guys, um, it came to the night where it was time for his family to cross over. And he sent his wives and his sons and the maids across the river. And he stayed. And he battled with was a man and it was capitalized in the Bible and in this man was God. God was not going to allow Jacob to turn around and run away and I do believe that's what he was going to do. Jacob was so fearful that Esau was going to kill him. That's like here he had knows nothing except Esau's coming with 400 people. He wanted blood. He wanted him dead. There he's like he felt that that fear of this he's going to kill me. And God was like, uh, 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 I'm not going to let you run. You need to trust that what I said about your descendants being greater than the number of sand in the world, you need to trust that. So he battled, but Jacob overcame the man and the man, uh, and Jacob grabbed the man knowing it was God and said, bless me. And the man said, okay. And he blessed him and it popped Jacob's uh, socket out of his hip socket. So Jacob could never run again. <laughs> Convenient? Oh, yeah. God is a very smart God. And that's where it ended on chapter 32. And the last verse was 32 in verse 30, or chapter 32, verse 32. How ironic. Therefore, to this day, the children of Israel do not eat the muscle of that shrank, which is on the hip socket, because he touched the socket of Jacob's hip in the muscle that shrank. I don't know about America. You know, you never know. People eat everything. People eat laundry detergent. So I don't know, like, if people actually do that over here in America. So you guys, we're going to begin in chapter 33. Okay. Now, and you guys, remember, he's getting ready. He hasn't seen his brother since he fled and went to Laban's. This has been... 20 years you guys I believe he said with Laban I served you 20 years it was 20 years you guys Jacob has not seen his brother Laban for 20 years so now let's find out what happens now Jacob lifted his eyes and looked and there Esau was coming with him were 400 men. So he divided the children among Leah and Rachel and the two maidservants. He put the maidservants and their children in front, Leah and her children behind, and Rachel and Joseph last. Then he crossed over before them and bowed himself to the ground seven times. Again, you guys, the lucky number seven. But Esau ran to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck, kissed him, and they wept. And he lifted his eyes and saw women and children and said, Who are these with you? And the children whom God had graciously given your the children got the children whom God has graciously given your servant. That was the answer of Esau. Because see, right now in Esau's mindset, you know, he was supposed to be the servant of his brother. Then the maidservant came near and 
they and their children, and they bowed down. And Leah also came near with her children, and they bowed down. Afterwards, Joseph and Rachel came near, and they bowed down. Then Esau said, What do you mean by all this company which I met? And he said, These are to find favor in the sight of my Lord. But Esau said, I have enough, my brother. Keep what you have for yourself. And Jacob said, No, please, if I have now found favor in your sight, then receive my present from my hand, inasmuch as I had seen your face, as though I had seen the face of God. You were pleased with me. So you guys, what Jacob was saying here was he was just very grateful that Esau, he saw Esau's face and he could see that Esau genuinely loved him and accepted him. You can see it in people's faces. You know it. You recognize it. You see the love. You can see love in a person's face. It relaxes you. It sets you free. Just as it set Jacob free. Like he felt free to know that everything was going to be okay. If you don't see that in somebody's face, you feel very, like you're not sure of their intentions. You get uneasy. You get rigid. I know. I've been in the company of people that I'm unsure, like how they feel or if they really care. And it, you know, for me, my reaction is to, you know, be a little bit resistant. Good morning. Um, and it starts back again at verse 11. It says, Please take my blessing is brought to you because God has dealt graciously with me and because I have enough. So he urged him and he took it. And he means Esau. And Esau said, let us take our journey. Let us go. I will go before you. But Jacob said to him, my Lord knows that children are weak and the flocks and herd which are nursing are with me. If the men should drive them hard one day, all the flock will die. Please let my Lord go ahead before his servant. I will lead on slowly at the pace which the livestock go before me. And the children are able to endure until I come to my lord in Seir. And Esau said, now let me leave you with some of the people who are with me. But he said, what need is there? Let me find favor in the sight of my lord. So Esau returned that day on his way to Seir. And Jacob journeyed to Sakoth and built himself a house and made booths for his livestock. Therefore, the name of the place was called Sakoth. Then Jacob came safely to the city of Shechem, which is in the land of Canaan. When he came from Padan, Aram, and he pitched his tent before the city, and he brought a partial of land, he bought a partial of land where he had pitched his tent from the children of Hamar, the Shechem's father, for 100 pieces of money. Then he erected an altar there and called it El, El, El Eloha, Elohe Israel. And that is the end of 33. So you guys, what's, okay. So now Jacob gets the courage and crosses over to meet his brother. Okay. And he humbly meets him. But his brother also humbly meets him too. You got to wonder, where is the change? You guys, listen, do you remember when Isaac said he called it out? He gave Esau a blessing, okay, that said, 
And it shall come to pass when you become restless and you shall break his yoke from your neck. What Isaac meant by that to Esau was one day you are going to become restless. You are going to feel the grind and you are going to go searching for God to understand why you were bound this way and God will free you. That's what Isaac was blessing him. And I do believe God was speaking through Isaac when he was blessing him. So this was God speaking to Esau when he was being blessed. One day you're going to become restless and you're going to get sick and tired of feeling this chain, this bind of being a servant to your brother. And you're going to come searching for me and you're going to come searching for truth and you're going to come searching for understanding of why you feel this internal, not the outer, it's the internal Esau. So Esau at one time must have sat there and started to grind and started to go, I don't understand why I feel this inner turmoil. And he must, God must have made his presence known to him. And God brought truth. God is the, God will bring you truth and understanding. And God did bring it. And Esau was able to let go and go, you know what? I will be his servant. Like there's nothing wrong with that. If my brother is a man of God, um, he will treat me right. If he's not, God will protect me. So Esau found confidence in letting go to God. God is speaking to me, you guys. Really, right now, I'm just going through stuff and God is speaking through me to me right now. So by letting go to God, Esau found the confidence to be a servant to his brother. In a joyous way, he found joy in it. He was so joyous. Jacob could feel the love. Jacob could feel it where he was able to go, it doesn't matter, things don't matter, but I want to give you these things. And it came from the heart, you guys. When Jacob wanted to give it to him, it wasn't because he wanted to flatter him. It was a heartfelt gift that I have, I have made something of myself. I want to share my life with you, my brother. I love you. You're a piece of me. Let me share some of my prosperity with you. I want to do this. What a beautiful thing. And you know what? Jacob came home. Jacob came home to the land where God commanded him to be, where Isaac had raised these boys, where he was from, and he was able to start building something from that, you guys. He was building a house. He was building a place for to grow. This is where God wanted him to come. And guess what, you guys? Jacob overcame that fear. He faced his greatest fear, which was his brother wanting to kill him. And you know what? In trusting in the Lord, everything worked out exactly how God planned it and better than Jacob could have imagined um ah God is speaking to me from a personal experience I'm going through God I'm facing some fears and it's causing me this full moon and God is pulling me with the full moon and it's causing me to be very very mentally resistant like things are coming at me and I'm feeling like no my fear is guiding me over God not really like I'm following God because I have to the pull is strong but my fear in my mind is causing a little minor battle and it's going like this and I'm just trying to keep it at bay and God is using this he is he is taking me through this journey of this story with Jacob and he's using it to show me to trust in him and to show you guys to trust in him 
um, and we can trust in him. I know that I've been through enough. This is just overcoming the mental habit of allowing fear to override following my heart is what it is. I've allowed fear to control me for so long that it's taken quite a bit of different life experiences to uncondition myself from allowing it to take over my mind. I know it's true and I know it's right and I know the way I'm supposed to go and I do do it, but my mind still gets caught up in that reeling. Absolutely crazy, you guys. It's a battlefield. The mind is a battlefield. So you guys, a recap. We didn't go very long today. 20 minutes, we didn't go very long. Hmm, we might start cutting it down. I don't know. Maybe I'll get, I don't know. So you guys, a recap, a recap. I'm gonna share the video, Our Organic Life, and I invite you to watch it. It's, it's real, um, you know, it's talking real life with a friend that I truly trust. Um, she's a lot of fun. Um, we blend well, we blend very well. So I will share that. Um, that's That was exciting. Uh, what else? We talked about yesterday, yesterday being one of those days. Do you ever sit back? And more than just, you know what, that's gonna be the challenge for today for you guys, for everybody. Like I do this every day. Do you ever just sit back and look at the sun? Just like, just look at it when it's super bright and it's just illuminating in the sky where you're just like, it makes you wonder. You sit back and al allow yourself to fall into the moment, you guys. And truly, God created everything. And if you sit back and you allow yourself to fall in the moment, right? And you're staring at it like this. And you just fall into the moment and you relax. Okay? You will feel God speaking to you through the sun. You will feel it. You will feel it. I felt it through the sun. I felt it through the moon. You know, God will reside in whatever you want him to reside in. Hmm. He's speaking to me there too. So you guys, and speaking of that, like if you have a significant other, like can you, you know, you, God resides in all of us. If you really, really focus in on, God will speak to you through people. He uses people. Yesterday I said it on my show, Gina was saying something to me and I go, okay, God, because God was speaking through her to me. I knew it. I could see it in her face. And she, I was just like, so you guys, you know, if you really, if you really believe, and I do, because I see it every day. So a recap in chapter 33, you guys, Jacob, he finally gets the, he gets the courage to cross over. And you guys, this is metaphorically speaking. We all have this fear. I'm going to draw a diagram to show you. God. So we are going to write here. 
year. This is a river. Okay. I want pink. I like pink because I'm pink. And this is me, you guys. We'll draw it because this is what I'm going through right now. God's like, blue, purple, blue. No, purple. God is calling me over. Okay? I see that fear and I get triggered into my past. So I stop. I don't want to cross the river. I'm scared of crossing this river. Metaphorically, you guys, this is our life. This fear, you can put whatever it in place. What is your fear? What do you feel that you're being called to and you're scared? You're scared to cross that river. You have to cross the river like Jacob, you guys. This is a true story. This is the story of my life. I've had to deal with every fear in my life one at a time. I've had so many. I've lived such a fearful life. I, I was scared of everything. I was scared of the dark. I was scared of everything. I'm scared of people. I'm scared of myself. I'm scared to trust myself. So whatever your fear is, you guys, whatever that is, you know, we have to cross a river to get and to overcome the fear and know that God is on the other side and to trust him. But sometimes we see this fear and we go, oh no, I don't know. And suddenly the fear gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it triggers you. It will trigger you. That fear triggers. Fear will trigger pain and suffering. Pain, suffering, anger, hurt, and resentment. Okay, you guys? Fear triggers all these things. And triggers happen in the mind. So then your mind becomes a battlefield, you guys. That's how it works. So when we feel fear, it triggers these things. And it causes the flesh to be scared. And we no longer are living from our heart or our soul. We're living from the flesh, from the mind, from the logic of, I know what this feels like and I'm not going to move forward because I remember the past and I'm not going to go through that again. That's what it does. So you guys, we got to be like Jacob and overcome the fear. Don't wait until God brings something to break your leg or your pop your socket out. Cross the river because look at what Jacob did. He crossed the river and he was met by his brother who found God. And who loved him and embraced him with open arms. Jacob could feel it. He could feel the love. What a beautiful thing when you feel love from somebody, when you actually feel the love of God coming through somebody. I felt it a time or two. 
from some people. Um, but, um, you know, they were very, God was very much in their life. One of them was Norm. Um, he is somebody who is very important in my life. And uh, I could definitely feel loves God through him for me. Um, that was, it caused me to cry. I know I cried one day hugging him, that I felt it. Like I, I knew I could trust him and I knew that he did. Like I could feel God's love through him loving me and it felt really good um so you guys you can and Jacob was feeling God's love through Esau loving Jacob for overcoming his fear that is God telling me cross that river Christine so what river do you guys have to cross that's the challenge see I keep coming up with different challenges that's the challenge how are you like Jacob in this story? What is your fear? Have you crossed that river? Okay. That is going to be the challenge of the day, you guys. So today is Thursday, 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 Thursday. Hopefully it'll be a beautiful day. It looks nice out. My windows have been open. It's super warm. Super glad you guys came to watch this to educate yourself. Um... Uh, like it and share it. I love you guys and God bless.